0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds podcast.
1: Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds podcast. Ha ha, ha. God, now I turned to like the count from like Sesame Street. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> you did, <dude. laughs> I did, did not I? One it lasted ha, for like ha, two. Ha, ha. Oh, it's fucking terrible. It lasted like two seconds. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Film Nerds Podcast episode number 319. This movie was a whole lot of fun. Mike, did you have fun? I did it fun, man. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty dialed in, and, you know, uh, I enjoyed myself. But anyways, before we get too far into our discussion, my name is Matt Hinshaw. I am one of your people of the podcast i'm not going to say host anymore with me the other people of the pod mysterious miguelito talent dude what what
2: why why can't you say host has it been canceled did i did i miss something
1: yeah dude no i talked about it last week how it's like i don't understand why we're hosts we never have guests on it's just us
2: oh yeah all right that's that's true gotcha cool so the I, real I just nerds. didn't yeah, I just didn't know if I, I missed a canceling or something. You know, like sometimes you get some email and you just accidentally delete it and you're like, ah, oh,
1: shit, I guess that was canceled." Honestly, dude, how many times shit's been canceled and people have been canceled? I'm I'm waiting for my turn.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool to get canceled. Maybe. <laughs> all right.
1: I don't know, maybe we get more listeners. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. So, all right. All right, Mike, let's do it. Real Film Nerds episode 319. Renfield, go ahead, break it down, dog.
2: All right. Uh, Renfield was directed by Chris McKay. It was written by Ryan Ridley and based on the original idea of Robert Kirkman. This movie is starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. Uh, This movie is uh, Renfield, uh, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the Lunatic Asylum, for decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all the bloodshed that comes with them.
1: Okay, Mike, next segment. It's funny, like, our whole podcast, I haven't really talked about this too much, but it's kind of morphed into, like, segments that so we just keep rolling with it. It's only taken 300 and some odd episodes, but our next segment, Mike, what is your first impressions? I think it's your turn, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it's my turn. Uh, I, I, uh, I saw the trailer for this, and I thought it would be kind of fun, and it wouldn't be too serious. But it would have some, you know, a little bit of seriousness in it. And that's exactly what I got, and I loved it. Like, I, I loved all of it. Um, you know, um, Nicholas Holt is a great actor, you know, uh, so I, I figured he'd be able to carry the movie quite well. I knew Nicolas Cage wouldn't be in it too much, and uh, you know, I was hoping that Aquafina wouldn't be too—I don't know. Sometimes I feel like her characters that she plays, or or just maybe herself, can be kind of too in your face. But uh, I, I I liked her in this role. I thought she she did good.
1: So, Mike, I enjoyed myself mostly. I'm not going to say this film is absolutely incredible. Uh, as you already pointed out, not enough Nicholas Cage. I wish there was a lot more Nick Cage in here. As Dracula, he was probably one of my favorite parts. Maybe not my favorite part, but damn close. Uh, Nicholas Holt as Renfield was fantastic. Nicholas Holt is a very good actor. He really did carry a lot of the weight of this film on his shoulders. Uh Aquafina, just like you said, I enjoyed Aquafina's character. I really think she did fantastic because she wasn't over the top, she wasn't over campy, she wasn't overzealous like she normally is. The problem though I have is it's more with the script. Like it's like we have two movies in one. Like we have this really great, awesome idea, right? We have I don't want to spoil it too much, but we have it's in the trailers an allegory for narcissism with dracula right and renfield and then you have this other story with like the cop that's like hated and trying to get like up to her dad's level the cop and they like took the two stories and like smash them together and it's like no just the one was good but then they add in the rest and we could talk more of that in spoilers i'm trying not to spoil it too much but that's one of okay. my biggest problems
2: yeah yeah uh I did like Matt that you know of lately I I feel like we've just been going to these really long movies and I did like that this movie was you know it was like uh 93 minutes and that was just fine oh
1: dude perfect not too long not too short perfect yeah So, uh,
2: that, that was a a bonus for me. So like, uh, you know, this, this was a good movie. I, I, I think it did okay. I think it was like number four in the box office. Of course, super Mario brothers is killing it. Um, I, I think it's already set the second highest gross for the year already in just two weekends. So it's, it's doing well.
1: Yeah, dude. It's like on the track to make a billion dollars, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. It's it's cruising man. It's it's really cruising. I think it's already got over 400 million.
1: Mike, have you gone and seen Super Mario yet?
2: I have not. I have not. I I know it's a family movie, but uh I don't uh, I don't think I'll be taking the family on this one. So they don't, you know, the kids aren't old enough to know what Mario is and stuff yet. So
1: Yeah, I don't think they're old enough yet. It's I it's like um like a young elementary school aged film from what i understand.
2: Hm, okay. Yeah. And uh I, I think mags could take it or leave it. Uh, she you know, she's not a huge game person. Uh i mean, she knows the characters but so
1: i kind of well, want to see it but i also kind of don't want to pay to go see it in the theaters. I kind of want to wait in, until it comes out on a streaming service or something cuz i don't I don't know if going and singing on the big screen is going to be better or worse than singing at home. It's like a video game. It's a cartoon, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, Matt. Speaking of that, do you still have your movie pass or what's going on with that, dude? We need an update, dude. Yeah, you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's get an update. You want to do that now or do you want to do it towards the end? Let's do it now, man. Okay. All right. So movie pass is still in beta. I had a horrible time trying to get them to fix the app because every single time I would walk into one of my local theaters, not the other one, one of my local theaters, the one I prefer, I would be standing in the lobby and it would say I'm over 7,000 miles away. I kept telling them. It took literally three and a half weeks for them to fix it, but they did finally fix it. I reached out to them through Twitter, through email, through everything, and they finally fixed it, and it's working like a champ now. It's wonderful. It's working great. The new app that they use is so much better than the old one. When I check in and run the card, it's almost instantaneous. It has been absolutely fantastic. I know it's still a beta. There's a lot of bugs to work out, but that shit was obnoxious. One thing I do like that they did not do, so the previous MoviePass was basically unlimited. The current movie pass has tiers. You can do unlimited, but it's not $10 a month. It's like 50 and But you can literally go to the movie theater like every day with that. I did the $10 a month plan like I had before, and it's a point system. And based on when you see a film, it costs so many points. So if you go in the morning, it's less points than at night. If you go opening day versus two weeks later, opening day costs more, so you see less movies that way so far right now with me and my timing and when I go, it's working out to about three movies a month, which isn't bad. That's almost a movie a week. And I'm pretty happy with it. Um, so far, I hope they can keep it up. I hope they can keep making money. But, uh, right now it's invite only. Uh, I think I might have a couple of invite invites if anybody is interested. Um, but that's kind of up to you guys. Uh, Mike, I know you haven't asked yet. Uh, If you want, I can shoot you an invite, possibly. I got invited. Oh, did you get invited? Did you get the invite I sent you?
2: Uh, I don't know if you sent me, but I I got the invite. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, especially after I talked to you and you'd already signed up.
1: And you're like, it doesn't work. It took them a while. But again, it's a beta. They did fix it, and it's working great now. Absolutely fantastic now. The key is you got to pay attention to how many points on which showing you go to gotcha gotcha but, uh
2: yeah yeah well uh, I'm interested in trying I mean three movies a month three movies a
1: month it's yeah. it, on average I'm getting about three movies a month give or take and that's ten dollars a month I don't know what your tickets are there my tickets here are about ten eleven dollars per show so as long as I use all three of them I think it's paying for itself definitely
2: uh yeah I think my tickets average you know uh I think it's like 1150 or something or so these days at night in the evening. Uh, like if I go see a Thursday, I've been going to the Thursday night shows. I like those cause they're not usually that busy and they pretty much every movie starts on Thursday now. So
1: yeah, I've been going on the Thursday night shows. I've been doing that forever. I really have to go now because I talk about it Friday morning on KYCA, um, with Lisa live and local, but, uh, uh, no, that's not her name anymore. It's just Lisa Live. I think. I think she took the local off. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's talk radio every Friday, but uh, uh, the opening nights tend to be higher. So maybe that's why I'm only getting three a month instead of uh, you know one a week because it's using yeah. more points and it's opening night. You know.
2: Yeah, that makes sense, man. Well. I'm sorry to steer all the listeners off for a uh sidebar, but you know I felt like that was a good one, man. And we hadn't heard you talk about it in a while, so figured, you know, see, get an update.
1: Yeah, dude, no, it's all good, man. Why don't you just keep the uh, sidebars going, though?
2: Well, you know, oh yes, let's uh let let let's uh see what you're drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon.
1: Ah. <coughs> uh. Well, Mike, thank you for asking. I'm drinking uh, another beer from one of my favorite brewing companies that I have yet to be to uh, from Flying Bassett. It's the El Capitan Mexican Cerveza. 12 IBUs, 4.8%. I think it's a 16.
2: Okay, 12 IBUs, not very bitter. That's the way you like it, Matt. Nice and sweet. It's almost too many. Almost too many. Okay, yeah, I'm drinking another IPA, Matt, but this one's not from Aldi. This one is a Sweetwater IPA, a Sweetwater Hazy IPA, and it's uh,
1: pretty tasty. I'm glad you're finding s- finally spending money on beer that uh, is not on sale. So I'm still disappointed that you're drinking nothing but IPAs. But hey, you know what? No one's perfect. That's true. Nobody is perfect. Don't let anybody tell you they are. So speaking about not being perfect, Mike, what is this week's just shit show of a dad joke?
2: I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, no. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though dad jokes. Oh, dude, you're going to like this one. What do you call a cow with no legs? Steak.
1: Ground beef. Ha! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I like that one. That <laughs> there is you good. Go. It's on the ground. Yeah, you got that one. All right. All right. I take back my shit show comment. <laughs> all right. That was a good one, people. Ground Ooh. beef. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect. I love it. Okay, Mike. Here we go. Next next part, next segment, and then we can get into our spoilers for Renfield. Mike, how does Renfield relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: All right, Matt. I like easy ones, and this one with Aquafina was an easy one. Aquafina was in Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, you might even be able to say like Nicholas Holt too, but it's a gray area because X Men.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was just I was going for the easy one, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah. But there's also that a uh, cameo she has. I mean, not she has Nicholas Holt has in Deadpool which Deadpool is definitely in the MCU or will be.
2: Yeah. will be, I guess. I I don't know We'll we'll find out soon. Are they, are you,
1: they, they don't consider the ghostwriter films part of MCU. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Nicholas Cage's ghostwriter. I know a lot of people hated him, but I, I liked him. I thought he did a pretty good job.
2: Yeah. Um, speaking of the MCU, man, are you excited for guardians of the galaxy three? It's coming out in like two weeks.
1: I'm excited, but I'm not excited because it's the last one, and we're not going to get probably any more Guardians. We might get a semblance of the Guardians, but not like how we have known and loved up to this point. Um, But I don't know. I'm excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun, but I think it'll also be sad because I think either a lot of them are going to die or they're going to go like their separate ways, and we'll see one every now and then. like. You know, Dave Bautista said, you know, they basically didn't invite him back, so he's done, which sucks because he's awesome as Drax. Um, Oh, gosh. Of course, I'm spacing on his name, the director slash writer. James Gunn. James Gunn, yes. James Gunn is pretty much signed on completely to DC. He's not really doing Marvel stuff at all. This is the last of anything as far as I know with him, so it's not going to have the same pizzazz as the other Guardians films to this point. I just hope it really really is hilarious and over the top and great that's that's all i want yeah um
2: i i i also just hope it's uh it's another fun uh adventure but uh you're probably right about some characters being uh wiped out and that'll be sad
1: yeah dude well don't even get me started on characters being wiped out you don't watch mandalorian every week do you mike
2: uh no no i do not
1: matt i i don't have a lot of time for things dude like i don't care you don't sleep to watch the mandalorian you wait gotcha it comes out on wednesday you watch that shit immediately and then you cry yourself to sleep at the least that's what i did last wednesday this is the way all uh, right I, like, I know this is the way this is the way yeah dude last week i know people are hating on mandalorian season three I'm actually enjoying it quite a bit. It, I think it's pretty good for the most part. Some of it's been kind of shitty, but some of it's been really good. And uh, my favorite character of all time, in The Mandalorian at least so far, I liked Djarin too, but uh, was uh, removed from existence. And I'm not going to say which one it is because that's a big spoiler, but I was very upset and cried myself to sleep. So anyways. Oh, that's not good, man. We don't need you crying yourself to sleep. Not any more than usual. I mean, normally I get a good 5, 10 minutes. It was at least 25 this past Wednesday. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. Okay, Mike, so I'm going to write the ship. Here we go. Renfield spoilers. Go. Okay. Well, well
2: man. why don't you elaborate on some of the stuff that you didn't want to elaborate before? Because you, you sounded like you had like a train of consciousness, and you just had to like pull it back.
1: Okay, so here you have two movies here. I'm gonna go back to the two movie concept. You have the narcissistic self-help group kind of stuff, which is awesome. really good, really fun, hilarious over the top. He he's healing himself on top of all this other shit. It's hilarious. like the 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 double entendres are even better. And then you have this cop story going on where they're fighting the mob. I don't know how the fuck the mob has anything to do with Dracula. I understand how they did it in the story. I'm not stupid. But I just think it was two very different stories that they mashed together. Now, with that said, Ben Schwartz as like the villain was awesome. He was so over-the-top, campy, ridiculous. He was like Junior Nick Cage. It was hilarious. I loved that. But I still just don't, I think they should have been two separate movies. Now, one of my favorite things that was just set this movie apart is the sheer amount of ridiculous violence, blood, cuts, and gore. Just, it was video game times like a hundred. I mean, dude, it was. It was just like the whole apartment scene. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. And then the the line that Aquafina has after after it, how she's like, yeah, whenever anyone t- says that they had a worse day, this is my worst day. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> she's like, I've never had anything this bad. I mean, he literally <laughs> ripped a dude's arms out of his sockets like a Wookiee, beat like half a dozen people to death with them, and then threw them so hard it impaled people into a wall through their chest. Absolutely yeah, no, it- ridiculous.
2: It was awesome. And I loved he just said "I always
1: had, like, bugs in his little box. Like, he could always eat bugs. Well, and then the time he drops his box, there's, like, a hundred bugs that come out of a matchbox. That was pretty funny, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) But, uh, yeah. uh, Okay. Yeah, no. This this was, uh, I don't know. I... I, f- I got a feeling that this movie wouldn't have a lot of Nicolas Cage in it, and it would be more about Renfield. I mean, that's the title of the movie. So that wasn't a huge surprise for me. Um, I was hoping, I was cautiously optimistic that Aquafina's character, uh, Rebecca, wouldn't be too in-your-face, kind of, because she sometimes, I don't know, in some of her other movies I feel like she's a little bit too, like, I don't know, quirky or too, I i, I don't know, just, uh, I, I don't have a good way of saying it. I'm, I don't know, just too much, too much to handle. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Like in Jumanji too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was a bit much in Jumanji too. She was still fun, but a little over the top. Uh, I thought she was pretty good in uh, uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I thought she was pretty good in that, though.
2: Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't bad in that. No, I mean she's uh, she's kind of hit or miss. I mean, she's getting a lot of different movies. And um, Matt, what was that, what was that one that she was in? Re- uh, she was okay in Crazy Rich Asians because, like, yeah. she's just kind of uh, like a like a side character, like a
1: consultant kind of. Right, and I think think that worked well for her. Do it's you, like, what do you think about that one that's coming out? I I keep forgetting the name of it. The one where they go back to China. I think we're gonna have to see that one. Um, was it a trailer for? Oh, Redfield? I know which. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what was the name it's of that? It's like there a was coming like, of age story. The but, cousins or something. Yeah. Like the cousins oh, and like best friends, and they go back to uh, uh, Hong Kong or China to try and find her birth parents because she was adopted as a young baby.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer, Matt. I don't remember what the name of it is.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm spacing on it, too. I should look this shit up. But see, this is how we do our podcast. We just roll with it. We don't plan it out at all. But anyways, I, I don't know why that popped into my head. I think is in that, isn't she? Uh, she might be. Yeah, I thought she was in it. Anyways, that looks absolutely hilarious. Uh, I would think that's going to be funny. But okay, back to Renfield. Mike, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, you know,
2: I guess with you pointing it out, Matt, it does seem like they tried to interweave a couple storylines that wasn't quite needed. I feel like I feel like the like uh, support group and like all that stuff was just just fine. Like that worked. Like you know, Renfield hearing all these people's stories and like then like giving out justice and taking care of his master's needs like i don't know i i just thought it that that worked better um for the whole story but i I guess they they wanted to fill in some stuff Uh, i'm not sure maybe they're just trying to come at it with like a whole bunch of angles or something i don't know
1: well then i mean it's the classic you know we gotta have dracula have an ulterior motive about taking over the world and all this other stuff and i mean it's interesting that he uses the mafia kind of as a way to go in but on the other hand like one thing i didn't like about the mafia premise was the uh familiars so renfield is the familiar typically vampires historically have one familiar and then he turns like the entire goons of the mafia into familiars including ben schwartz character and i'm like So now everybody has superhero powers and they're all familiars. Like that kind of defeats the purpose. Like then why didn't Ren, not Renfield? Why didn't Dracula just have like 10 familiars to begin with? Why did it only have one?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they were trying uh, I don't know. You're right, man. You're right. I'm
1: just saying that's where the story kind of breaks down for me is when they start blending the two together. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying have the one story, have the other story and just leave it alone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But um anyway, I I had fun. This was like uh this was you know like a popcorn horror movie, right? Like it's kind of a comedy. It's just so ridiculous, like I don't know. It was it was fun. You just eat some popcorn, enjoy it. I I I liked my 93-minute Renfield.
1: Oh, dude, this was not a horror movie in any way shape or form in my book. The only thing that kept I kept focusing on though, I have to admit, Was Nicolas Cage's teeth I kept going like Are they really really good Or are they really really bad I couldn't make up my mind I'm just like I know they're affecting his speech But they're not affecting it that bad in some scenes In some scenes they're really bad And then it's like But are they good or are they bad I don't get it I don't understand But they definitely creep me out
2: His teeth were weird man His teeth uh, Yeah It was It was a trip um, there's some CG teeth in there too. It was like, ah, what the heck is that? Oh yeah. With like, his fucking dude, fangs. Dude, they look terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are like super huge. Yeah. That was pretty ridiculous.
2: Yeah. It looked terrible. I was like, oh well, <laughs> but Hey, you know, this movie was, I don't know. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, which I was excited about, man. It so- was
1: fun. I'm not hating on it. I just think there's elements that could have made it better for sure that will reflect in my upcoming score. But, uh, you know, okay, so let me let me backpedal about my thing a little bit. If Aquafina okay. wasn't in the movie and, like, Ben Schwartz and all them and they were in a separate movie, maybe it wouldn't have worked as well, you know? Okay, all right. It definitely probably wouldn't have been as violent.
2: No, probably wouldn't have been.
1: So, yeah, there you go. So, I, I'm seeing both sides, but I still... It still feels like two movies kind of smashed together into one. You know, two different scripts. But anyways, I I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. I think people should go see it. Especially if you love Nicolas Cage. Especially if you want to laugh. Especially if you love vampire movies. Because who the hell doesn't love vampire movies? It's not Twilight. It's not Interview with a Vampire. None of that shit. This is a fun, hilarious, campy vampire movie. And I enjoyed it. Aren't they coming out with an interview with the vampire
2: like series or something? It
1: already came out. It's pretty. It's really good. Honestly, it's really good. Oh, it is. Yeah, they already did season one. They did some things that I wasn't super huge about, but for the most part, it was really good. Not as good as the movie, but it still was really good.
2: All right. Well, I'll have to check that out if I ever get time again. One of these days, Matt. But right, right. uh,
1: Mandalorians first, right, man. Oh yeah, dude. All day long question though um when can you start making your kids get to work because you know they're eating all your food they're living in your house for free they need to get jobs mike they can walk and talk now right uh yeah both of them can so
2: yeah i think um, i think i'm gonna ship them uh to to work um i haven't thought of where yet but um i'm sure i can figure out something
1: Dude, I'm sure they'd be good at something. I mean, I found out I was, you know, listening uh, about a story about farming, like, uh, especially specifically the people that, like, pick the foods and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you could be like 10 or 11 years old and do that.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah.
1: I'll start grooming them for that. Dude, I think you should have them bend over and, you know, pick stuff up off the ground for a couple hours. Make sure they get that back strong.
2: Yeah, that sounds good, dude. And
1: then walk by and like every now and then spray like hairspray in their face, to <laughs> simulate you know uh, uh, pesticides being sprayed in the fields. Nice, nice. Okay, <laughs> you're not digging this, are you, Mike?
2: No, no, no.
1: I'm gonna get a real nasty phone call from Mags, aren't I?
2: You might, you might. I don't know, man. We'll 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 figure out. We'll put them to work, man. I I think we could find something, right? Like. Maybe we can get them. Oh, you know, with ChatGPT,
1: dude, I think they could work somebody's job. Oh, easily, easily. But I'm just trying to get you some free time so you can watch Mandalorian, Mike. That's all my concern is. The kids, they're fine. You know, they need to learn how to work. That's right,
2: Matt. That's right. I got to start showing them Star Wars every day. Just, just, uh... all right. This is, it says it's episode four, but it's really episode one. The other ones don't exist. Alright, go.
1: Well, Mike, g- I would give them the machete cut. Oh. <laughs> That's the best
2: one, man. Is that is that where it's all mixed together with all the like the
1: correct chronological order? No, no, no. So you start out with episode four, and then you go and show them two and three, then five, six, seven, eight, and if you want to go into the other ones.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you gotcha. basically lop off one and so you get introduced to Star Wars from the original Star Wars and then you go back and learn the backstory of Darth Vader and then you get Empire Strikes Back and how horrible Darth Vader is in that and then Return of the Jedi and then maybe the horrible sequel trilogy. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. I didn't hate the sequel trilogy that much. Uh, episode eight was garbage though. But I'll put it this way. I lost a lot of money on Star Wars figures because of the stupid new movies, oh. dude, you can buy a fin for like five bucks. It's ridiculous. Oh man. Uh. Anyways, all right, Mike. Well, why don't you tell our two listeners we have left because uh, we know Mag's left by now. So, um, <laughs> uh, what we're reviewing next week?
2: All right, Matt. Um, we are going to be doing the the latest uh, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal movie. Uh, and, uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and and Guy Ritchie. Um, it is a, it is a, um, looks like a pretty good movie, man. Yeah. Uh, It's called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. And, uh, I, I think it's going to be a good one, Matt. We always like war movies, so we're a little bit biased, but, uh, this, this looks pretty good, man. Uh, you know, uh, so. We'll be reviewing that one
1: next week, yeah, it's a lot more than just a war movie, Mike. It's uh we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. it's It looks really, really good, uh probably a little controversial because it's gonna show a lot of truce inspired by true events kind of thing. It's uh surrounds the uh uh Afghanistan interpreters and kind of what we did to them and how awful it was. It, it
2: it does uh, do that, so we, we will we will be touching on that lightly, I think, but we don't want to get too political, but uh, it's hard to not with uh, what the content of this movie will be.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, all right, Mike, how many reels do you give Renfield? Uh,
2: I give it three reels out of five, man. I had a great time.
1: Uh, see, you, you're like, oh, I had a great time. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was average, so I give it three out of five reels. Damn it, <laughs>
2: Hey, man, our ratings are our ratings. It's fine.
1: They are. They are. But I had a great time. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I still think people should go see it, especially in the theaters. Having that audience with you and everybody laughing together, and yeah, it, it helps build the experience.
2: Yeah, and the theaters definitely still need us to go there. Uh, I know the summer season's about to kick off. Pretty much they're, they're considering... Uh, the the um guardians of the galaxy the beginning of the summer movie season so uh there's still a couple weeks uh although they might be reconsidering that with the way that uh, super mario brothers has been performing but anyway
1: definitely go out there and see some movies everybody they they need us well what what movie was it that came out in april last year was it um dr strange
2: uh, yeah, I think it was Doctor Strange. I think it was the beginning of April.
1: Yeah, and that's what they considered kicking off the start of summer last year. I still think it's Guardians on May 5th. Happy birthday, Heather, if you're listening. But uh, uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably see it on that Thursday, and then I'll probably see it again that weekend with my sister and the family. I don't know what we're doing. She's turning the big 4 oh, this year, Mike.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're going to do, um, but, you know, Matt, it, if you see it around Cinco de Mayo, you know what you should be doing. Cinco de drinko Yeah, man, you, sh- you should get a margarita. Go watch Guardians with margarita. I'll have
1: several margaritas with, you know, it comes out on the 5th, which is my sister's birthday, so, you know, we might be drinking margaritas while watching the movie or before or after or during. I don't know, we'll find out. Okay,
2: I, I guess I'll wrap it up, Matt. We don't have anything else. We, we, Yeah, okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on the uh, socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, we'll talk at you next week about Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies, number nine on the movie Renfield.
1: Well, you're definitely getting better at that, Mom, than you have been before. That's for true.
0: I'm trying. Okay. No.
1: You're doing good.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I like to roll. No, go um, ahead. I like to roll the R's on Renfield. Thank you.
1: Is that Spanish?
0: No. Didn't you take Spanish?
1: Oh, that's right. You took French. No, it's not Romanian. Ah. Rolling your R's is Spanish, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Tokyo <laughs> okay. Taco Bell,
0: mm, all I think you're right. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway,
1: so, all right, as you've heard, it's Henshaw loses her cookies, episode number nine, on the incredible film Renfield, starring Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt, Aquafina. Uh, let's see, um, Ben Schwartz. Brandon Scott Jones, all kinds of people. Ma, you went and saw Renfield the night it came out on a Thursday. Why is Renfield the best movie of your life?
0: Uh, I didn't say it was the best movie of my life, but I thought it was a good movie. And uh, it had funny parts, and it had fighting, and it had uh, well actually psychological things when Renfield went to self-help groups to help him to get away from his job of being um, Dracula's assistant and getting the bodies for him. He was tired of doing it. Hundreds of years had worn him out. And uh, it was uh, very interesting to watch the self-help groups because he was helping them too, instead of just helping them helping him. And then the police woman got involved, and the uh, mafia was. She was fighting them because the police were evil, and she was so awesome and tough and mean and trying to accomplish everything and. Getting the bad guys, and Renfield was in there trying to help her, and it was a good. It was different. It was a unique plot, and Nicolas Cage, of course, I think he was the best Dracula next to Bella Lugosi. He really was evil.
1: Mom, who and, played the female cop?
0: Uh, Aquafina.
1: Okay, there you go. You didn't say her name once. You just kept saying the the female cop, but that's fine. We can let that slide.
0: Right, right. okay.
1: So, Ma, if uh, you had the choice to live forever, would you be uh, Nicolas Cage's Dracula's Familiar?
0: No, I don't know if I would.
1: <laughs> Why don't you want to live forever?
0: Well, maybe things were getting uh, get worse, you know? I think he went through a lot, though, with the different uh, centuries that they lived through. But uh, I don't know if I think it would be too much fun. I think you get tired of trying to find people to donate.
1: <laughs> well, that's why he joined the self-help group.
0: That's true. That, because that he right. was trying
1: to help everyone else by getting rid of the bad people in
0: their lives. Right. and And he was good at that. He was really very helpful. and then he helped Aquafina too. But then she helped him also. but um, I I I don't think I'd want to go on for hundreds of years left. and I'd worry about the coughing, you know.
1: Yeah, but what if, if you semi- could walk upright and perfectly healthy and fine again, wouldn't you want to live forever?
0: Well, maybe yes, maybe that I yeah, that I would enjoy. Not gonna happen, but I would like it.
1: Well, you never know. Maybe Nicholas Cage Mm -hmm. will come walking through the door and he'll turn you into a a vampire and you'll have to be a mafioso vampire like
0: him. One thing that got me though is that Nicholas could heal people, he healed uh Aquafina's sister, I believe. Now, I and I don't remember, but it was with his blood, I believe. I think, yes.
1: the you Dracula know? blood had some kind of healing powers in it where if yeah. you put it on the wound or whatever it healed you.
0: It was that was very different than, you know, the uh, regular ordinary Dracula movies that I've watched many of. How remember.
1: many Dracula vampire movies have you seen?
0: Gee, I don't know, but I know I start with some really old ones. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that was Bela Lugosi. And then there have been others. I don't know how many, actually. I, I couldn't count them.
1: Well, what's your favorite vampire movie, or is this it?
0: Um, I think this is it, yeah.
1: This is your favorite vampire movie out of all of them of all time. You don't even like the Twilights.
0: Well, I actually like the original because I like the old... I liked the old black and white um, Bella Lugosi was very scary and I thought that one was really good.
1: <laughs> what about Lost Boys?
0: I don't think I saw Lost. Did How did I you see? not no. see Lost
1: Boys? The vampire movie of the 80s with Kiefer Sutherland?
0: No, I never saw it.
1: Mm-mm. Oh, jeez. No. And you call yourself my mother. How dare you?
0: Oh, I'm I, That's... Oh well, I was busy.
1: What about Interview with the Vampire?
0: I never saw that one either.
1: You never saw the Tom Cruise, Christian Slater, and Brad Pitt vampire movie.
0: Nope, never did.
1: Wow, I. Well I,
0: then, this I is learned a-
1: something new about my mother every day.
0: I did see Love at First Bite though. Oh, did you and that—that's
1: that a Nicolas Cage movie.
0: Was it? Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, he's. I like
0: that one. I like that one, but that was really. Yeah, in the
1: interviews of Love at First Bite, Nicolas Cage said his dream was to play Dracula.
0: Oh, and And he he finally finally got it in 2023. His dream. Yep. Oh, how wonderful for him! I'm happy. That's
1: that's one of like three characters he's always wanted to play. One of them is Dracula
0: that that's so neat oh and he was good
1: I thought he was very good Mm -hmm. I still don't understand what was going on with the teeth but if you want to hear that discussion Mike and I talked about that for a good 10 minutes
0: well I'll leave it to you guys to talk about that and I agree with that because well but I'm not going to say
1: what are you going to say no I want to know that's why I talked to you
0: well his teeth were were different at different times right and I thought that was different. I thought he would always just have those big long thing, thing Pete, but he didn't.
1: Well, I was just trying to figure out if they were real or if they helped him or if they didn't help him. Or I, I, I don't know. You can yeah, hear that discussion. True. You've probably heard that discussion by the time you got to this point in the podcast, but.
0: Well, maybe so, but I didn't, you know,
1: I'm just, I'm stunned that you've never seen an interview with a vampire. That's like one no. of the best vampire movies ever. Ever. Well, the maybe casting. I should
0: watch that and then It has change nudity. My
1: Ma, it has nudity in it, and I Ooh. know how you like your nudity.
0: It did? Really? It does.
1: Interview with a vampire has a couple women get naked, but yeah.
0: Oh, I don't care about that. It has maybe nudity, though. There's thing. no
1: nudity in Renfield, and I know that's one of your things. You want the nudities.
0: Oh, gee. Not that bad.
1: There's no Jason oh, M- was- Mimosa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Momoa. All right. I oh, just... Lord. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, Ma. So, Renfield, how many cookies do you get? How many blood-soaked cookies do you give
0: Renfield? Ugh. I should make some cookies that have strawberry jam and say that it's blood. <laughs> oh, well. Um, I will give it Um, Four.
1: Is that yes. how many you gave it on the radio? Because I don't remember.
0: I think I gave it four. I believe I did. But I think so you need to were. write
1: these things down or else you're going to forget them.
0: Yes. <laughs> I should carry a notebook. <laughs> oh, it's, I think that would be so fun to make cookies that look like they had blood dribbled on. Them. Oh, well.
1: Well, what's the ones that have the jam in the middle?
0: Yeah, that's called jamboree. That's close. Well, that I didn't know close. they're
1: called jamborees.
0: Well, but I know they have
1: like jam in the middle of them, and yep. the Pepperidge Farms make really good ones of those. Why not mm, do something right. like that and say it's vampire blood?
0: I will. I think that's a fun thing that I could do. Yes, I would enjoy that. So, okay, Mom, yep. next week. Four cookies.
1: What? We're watching Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Are you going to go to the movie theater and watch a war movie?
0: <laughs> yes, I am, but. I can't guarantee I will remember all the details of that one because I'm sure it's very complicated.
1: It's going to be very controversial because it's based in a lot of true events and facts and it is going to be political.
0: Mike and I are
1: pretty sure. Well, do you understand what the movie is about?
0: Well, I understand that the fellow Saves his translator.
1: I guess he's in the army. I'm not imagining. So, Jake Gyllenhaal and is a U.S. Army sergeant who gets injured, and his translator, his Afghan. This takes place during the Afghanistan war. Okay. His translator saves his life by putting him on a cart or something and dragging him into. <gasps> his family's village, I don't know, I haven't seen the movie yet, this is just from the trailers, but like his family's village or city or home or whatever, and the translator does that and takes him there, and then he gets flown out back to the U.S. to, you know, because he basically got blown up or whatever, I don't know what happened. Again, haven't seen the movie, this is going off the trailers. Okay. He gets rehabbed and he tries to get his interpreter out and the military will not allow him.
0: And oh, so he goodness. breaks
1: all kinds of rules, sneaks into the country as a civilian to smuggle out his translator and his translator's family, which is very, very true because that's where the political side comes in. When our country decided to leave Afghanistan, they turn their back on the translators. They and got that, as many out as they supposedly could, but there were several more in their families they could have gotten out. And God knows how many of them they've hunt, the Taliban hunted down and killed because they saw them as traitors. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because not they just, would
1: not have. just the translators, their whole family. Their aunts, and uncles, dads, oh, brothers, cousins, oh, oh. everything. It's horrible. How I watched hard. a story yeah. on it on it was either sixty minutes or one of the Fox News maybe not, not oh, Fox News, but oh. One of the news stations I watched a story on it, you know, the long form stories, and I think mm. it was 60 Minutes. I don't know why I said Fox News. I don't really watch Fox News, but
0: that that <laughs> that's true. That it's heartbreaking, uh, and I remember when they said, you know, uh, we're taking all Americans out of Afghanistan, and uh, the translators, uh, they they were such an important part of the fighting and and they helped the Americans and I, I was just horrified that they didn't get them all out. I and so it will be very controversial, I am sure.
1: Yes, it's gonna be political. It'll probably be an interesting little political discussion, but we will see uh next week. Oh, so make boy. sure and join us for Ma Hinchhaw loses her cookies episode number ten. God, I can't believe it's already 10. This is ridiculous. (laughs) After Real Film Nerds, episode number 320, I believe. Wow. All right, Ma, anything else you want to add?
0: No. And can you please take us out? Because I will get (laughs) tongue-tied.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Ma, Hinshaw Loses, Her Cookies. Episode number 10. We will chat with you next week. Make sure and go out. And check out these movies. Support your local movie theaters. we got to keep them going. We want to keep this fun, entertainment, value, hobby, whatever you want to call it, going. I like going to the theaters. Maybe not everybody does. But, uh, you know, they could use your help, so why not go? Thanks again, everybody. We'll chat with you next week.